Welcome to Wilton's Music Hall podcast, bringing to life the extraordinary history of the oldest grand music hall in the world. And it's present as a world-class theatre and music venue. It is a co-production with The Roundhouse. Wilton's is more than just a theatre venue. It's a community of lifelong East Londoners, as well as those from further afield. And we're talking New Barnet to New York. My name's Max Levine, and I joined one of Wilton's bi-weekly walks to find out what you need to be part of the gang. And remind me what the plan is today for walking. Um, so we're, gonna, we're actually getting the DLR, so we're going to hardly do any walking. Um, but we're going to go to Shadwell DLR and then get off at Island Gardens and then we're going to go to Mudshoot City Farm. Nice. And the owners are going to give us a tour and take us around and talk about the farm. So that'll be good. I love that you've got an annotated map. Uh, that's just my notes for like what to read out today. Because I like give them like you know health and safety stuff. Morning. Hi Max. How you doing? Hello Max. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hi Alicia. What's this? A very elaborate, silly dictaphone. Okay, I thought it was a modern sculpture. It looks like a little troll, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, little creature. So I'm helping David with um, a podcast that he's making for oh, the music hall. Okay. So I was hoping I could chat to some people if you're up for it as we go for a bit of a walk, just about Wilton's and about how you discovered it. If you don't fancy yeah, it, no, that's I fine. I am David. I'm the learning and participation manager here at Wilton's. Being the learning and participation manager. Um, it's a lot of project work um, and obviously there's loads of material of, from this building that can inspire different projects. So I do lots of education around the heritage of the building. Um, so that could be the Victorian entertainment aspect as being a musical. That's quite an obvious one. Okay, if you could come in the foyer, please. Okay, so today we're going to go to Mudshoot City Farm. We're going to get the DLR. Um, it's a straight trip there, which is awesome. And we're just going to get off at Island Gardens. Um, so just remember to get off then. Um, I think that's everything. Should we go through the names real quick? Mm-hmm. And then we can set off. So my name's David. Lily. Nick. Jeff. Alan. Julia. Jackie. <laughs> Lauren. Marilyn. Frank. Dennis. Linda. Oh, yeah, the, the group's like mainly regulars, to be honest, which is nice. And so they all know each other, which is probably quite nice. Yeah, certainly a lot of new people think it's like a tour, so they'll be, all be strangers. Then they start realising like half the group know each other like really well because it's been going for three years. Yeah. And did you did you start it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not going to have tea or coffee here today. We're going to have it at the farm. Good news, I bought a giant cafetiere. <laughs> <laughs> So no more instant coffee. <laughs> now? This is very awesome. Wow. wow. But I might ask for a donation to help pay for it. But that's another story. Absolutely. Um, I need a backstop 
anyone up for being a backstop? I'll do it. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> so that means um, Sarah's going to be at the back of the group. If you're behind her, get in front of her, just so I know where the group ends. Um, I think that's everything. Sarah. Oh, she's lovely. Um, she has a pixie haircut. She's recently retired. Um, she's just like life and soul. I imagine she'd be life and soul of the party. I guess like she's very bubbly, really nice, always interested in people. Um, yeah. My name is Sarah Wilkins and I've been coming just about two years now. I, I just really like getting out and seeing new things. I mean, we've been to all sorts of places, foundries and libraries and looking at maps and just finding out more. I'm, I'm really sort of inquisitive that way. And it's just perfect. Plus, there's nice people doing it with us, so it's, it's a win-win on all sides. I mean, today it looks like there's mainly older people, but we get a lot of young people as well. People move in and move out. You know, if you're busy, you can't come. I couldn't come last week. But, you know, so there's a core number of people that come every week. But there's a lot of variation in ages. So it's not oldies only. <laughs> Because I used to do it in a community centre um, on a council estate, <laughs> so it was just health walk, and there was like nothing to see, so it didn't do that well. There was like three or four people. That was a good. That was a good size group. This one started, and there was only like sometimes I'd get like three or four people. Like sometimes I'd get like one or two, and if it was one, I'd be like, mm, "It's a bit awkward if it's just me and you <laughs> for a walk." Um, but if there was two of them, I would, I would lead it. But it's grown, and now I get like up to thirty people, which is a different challenge because it ends up being like. You know that dog in uh, Toy Story that's on a spring and like the back end is like miles behind the front end. It's very much like that. So it involves a lot of nagging to try and keep them together. Uh, my name is Randy Fong. Uh, I was born in San Francisco. And uh, when I retired uh, about 10 years ago, I moved into suburbia to a town called Lincoln, north of Sacramento. Uh, it's a bedroom community. Um, it's a 55 and older development I live in, so it's very safe, very uh, white bread. And I come to London because I want to escape that once in a while. Uh, I think, I believe this is my third year. I, I started coming when they first started doing, uh, when, they, when Wilton's officially opened, right around that time when they first opened. And at the beginning there were not very many um, activities at Wilton's and I get emails every uh, week or so. I think it's really great that Wilton's was saved and that people really appreciate it I think and it uh, really helps the community. Um, guys if you gather around a bit, come a bit closer. So just to let you know we're gonna wait here for a little bit because Mike Barrowcroft who's the owner of the city farm is gonna come and meet us here and walk us, walk us to the main entrance. Escorted in style. Oh, lovely. So, yeah, we can just hang here for a bit. Okay, guys, um, Lorna would like a group photo. So, if we. 
Well, because I come to the UK so much and I'm interested in uh, uh, British history, I decided to look on the web uh, for music halls. I don't know if they still existed, but I would always I would like to see a, a proper music hall performance. And I happened to stumble upon Wilton's uh, website, and that's how I found it. And in the website, there was a, a little section talking about a weekly walk. So I just one day I decided to just come down here and join the walk, and then that's history. <laughs> the people are lovely. People are really very nice. And what I find interesting is that the people, many of the people, are from the from that area in Whitechapel and they have some very interesting stories and uh, I spoke with one lady one time and she grew up as a child uh, actually before the war and she remembers rationing she remembers uh, the black market it was really very interesting this is Mike from what I suggest we do is uh, the, the main entrance is just down Stavondale Street yeah so we can walk there, and uh, uh, and that's where the farm buildings and main uh, area is. And there's the rest of the park. Randy, Randy's cool. He comes to visit London once or twice a year because he loves he loves London. He loves the history, and he stumbled across our walks at some point. I think two or three years ago. So whenever he comes over, he always comes on the walk, which is nice. So he's like. Yeah, familiar face, uh, but every every six months or so. So that's nice, yeah. Oh, my name's Lillian. Um, I've been coming on the Wilton Walks for three years now. I, jo I joined this one for the simple reason it is near the city, so we've got more chances of going in, and I like to compare new buildings in the old building so you've got a building of 800s next to something that is reproductive with glass 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 and when you look at a building 1800s I think how long did that take them to build that with the the different doors windows uh, the masonry just look at that itself health and safety issues what was around in the 1800s <laughs> nothing um, yes, East London girl, all my life, born here, and I don't think I'll ever move out. Everybody wants me to. All my family, my friends, they've moved out to Essex and then they've gone forward onto Kent. Um, but now I'm older, I appreciate what is here. When I was growing up, I didn't see it. I wasn't introduced to any of it. But now, you know, uh, and, and my families who are further afield, I can be in touch with them and say, I've been to uh, Mud Chute. They say, what's the Mud Chute? They won't realise that this is here now. <laughs> Does it look like London at all? Doesn't. You know, and, and the, the thing I love here is to see the children because I'm, I'm looking and thinking, do they associate that animal with anything in the supermarket? Lambs. Take them into the supermarket, would they realise that that, or even eggs? You know, if, when they see hens, do they realise that that hen has laid that egg that was in the supermarket? because um, I worked with children and this particular day we was having milk and 
this child didn't realise milk come from a cow. And not to get too involved in the child, I just said, well, next time you're shopping with mummy, just look for milk in the shops. And that milk comes from that cow there, like. And the next day he come running in and he said, please, miss, I couldn't go to the supermarket, mummy had to go to the gym. <laughs> that was really demoralising. I've got him interested, but mummy wasn't interested. <laughs> Any questions about the way they make sounds? Just ask me. They're most probably greeting you. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Can you describe Lillian? Uh, Lillian's a legend. Love Lillian. She is a true EastEnder, born and bred. She's got, she's got amazing family history. Um, I could listen to her talk about it all the time. She, I don't know. She's, she's one of the oldest members of the group, I think, but one of the most active. Like she runs her own, she doesn't run them. She walks, she leads her own walking group as well as coming to mine. Um, and she's got a very can-do attitude, which is brilliant. Because I think a lot of, you know, when people do get older, it can, you know, it, it's hard getting older. Like people lose their ability and their mobility and it's, it's annoying, it's irritating. Um, but she, she doesn't have that attitude. She's, she just powers through and she, she misses quite a lot of the walk sometimes if she's got like, hospital appointments and all the rest of it but she always comes back and yeah she's she's great she's a really warm person as well um and she knows the east end like the black back of her hand so i don't know why she comes on my walks really <laughs> but i'm glad she does because she's she makes it a really nice atmosphere yeah and local kids, they used to sort of have banger races, you know. <laughs> and it was an absolute nightmare. I mean, it was full of metal junk and stuff like that. And eventually, in fact, the London Doctor and Development Corporation said, you know, I mean, this is a bloody disgrace. I mean, getting into the park through a wasteland of, you know, messed up vehicles and things. So they decided to buy the land and give it to us at the mud chute. I'm afraid this caused a lot of trouble because the kids said, but you've taken away a place where we sort of, you know, do our cars and bikes and everything up. And so I, I told the Doctor Development Corporation that they better find another place. But of course the kids weren't entirely happy. And actually it was a terrible sadness really in some ways for us. Uh, my son had actually done a, a Citroen 2CV <laughs> and they uh, hot rodded it and, and they drove it to the mud chute to the middle of the mud chute and set fire to it. Mm. And then they got hold of my car and at the entrance to the mud chute here, <gasps> they also set fire to oh. it. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, I mean, you don't have to worry. Our cars are pretty valueless, you know, they're all banked. <laughs> you know, so. anyway. When was that? What? When oh, was that, more or less? Way back in, uh, in the early 80s. Early 80s, thank but, you. Uh, but, but anyway, but the thing is, this is the main entrance and we now use the area there as a car park. Leeches like... She's, she's really nice. She's really enthusiastic. She loves history. She's also another very curious, interested person. She loves history. Um, you can tell when she's caught your, when you caught her attention because she like kind of zooms in and like focuses only on you and you can tell everything is blocked out. She's just like staring at you. She's got this great curly hair as well. 
Um, yeah. My name is Licia Cisalli, I'm Italian, and I've been coming to those walks for about um, two years. It's a bit of a long story. I'm, I'm actually starting a guiding activity in London, and I went on to Tower Hamlets, um, walkie-talkie introduction to guiding, and talking to people about Tower Hamlets. They told me about Wilton's. And I didn't know they did walks, and then I went along and I found out, and then uh, that's why, that's how I came here. I made friends coming on walks, yes, absolutely. And we exchange information about, for example, the Museum of London is going to do Roman stuff in August, and they told me about something about next week. So we keep, you know, we swap information. We give each other tips. Well, I've done several courses from Tower Hamlets, as I mentioned, also um, helping elder people on walks with uh, Walking for Health in the Square Mile, and also I've been studying all this year to become a city guide, still waiting for the outcome of my exams. Very, very tough exams, yes. And uh, if I qualify or not, I will still guide because I learned so much and I can share. And in June, I guided a biodiversity walk, which was very successful, all for charity. You know, I'm not actually earning anything, but uh, I'm actually learning. And that's the great, the greater part of it. But so many people on the walk and David running so many other projects like community choirs and outreach in schools, I wanted to know what he thought the role of Wilton's was in the community. Oh, that's a hard question. Um, well, it's got different roles. It's got lots of roles. So on the face of it, it's an arts venue. You can come and see a show. You can see a gig in the bar. Obviously, you can pay to see a show or you can, the music in the bar is free. You can, it's a pub. You can come and have a drink. It's a restaurant. You can eat pizza. Um, but then there's all the other stuff as well. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a part of our heritage. It's the oldest surviving grand music hall in the world um, and reflects us as a culture, a society. It's part of our story as, as, as the UK, I guess. It's part of that. And then also as we're a charity as well, we do lots of charitable things like all these free activities that we do every week and projects that we do with local young people and schools and community groups um, to get them to know Wilton's, um, get them to see see it, come and get to know it, make it feel like it's theirs as well so they can come in and feel at home at Wilton's. Um, yeah, I'd say that's the role. The world's oldest grand music hall has come to be so many things to so many people. I hope you enjoyed meeting some of the people who make Wilton's what it is. Goodbye and Grace's Alley. Wilton's Music Hall podcast was produced and presented by me, Max Levine, with support from David Graham. It is a special co-production between The Roundhouse in Camden and Wilton's Music Hall 